Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business Podcast. We'll talk about how to start, grow, and enjoy your coaching business. Plus, we'll dig into the failures and lessons we've learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello, hello there. Welcome back. Today's episode, we're going to talk about four approaches to goal setting. Now, this episode isn't going to be deep or probably isn't going to break your brain. (laughs) But what my objective is with this episode is that for those of you who want to use goals as a way to focus your attention and to increase the capacity and possibility and uh, likelihood of you creating more than you would have if you didn't have a goal, then I want to give you some ways that you can approach that. Because when I think about a goal, the purpose of it is only to help you achieve and create more than you would if you were just like running on default, right? There's like the way we do things normally, and that creates our typical everyday business and life. And then there's how we behave and change when we set a goal. And sometimes I think people let goals freak them out because of obviously how they're thinking about them and how they've experienced them in the past. But goals are only there to shift and and refine your focus. And we put deadlines on goals, right? Sometimes that's what kind of makes people sweat. But even when I think about the deadlines, They're only there to refine and shift our focus. And so if you want to use goals to create something bigger and further beyond what you would normally, today's episode's for you. I'm going to talk about four approaches to goal setting. They're all completely different. And honestly, you can choose any of them to use. They're all going to work. And they all come from different angles, psychologically and in the actual way you set them. But obviously, I think the psychological element of it is what makes them fun. Because for one person, one of these is going to feel like a burden. (laughs) But another one is going to feel like an opportunity to take all the pressure off and finally have fun while growing. And that I would say would be the best gift I could give you is learning how to make the experience of building your business and of setting big goals and making that fun, right? Making it enjoyable without the pressure and the stress that we sometimes accidentally bring to the mix. So let's talk about what these four approaches to goal setting are. The first one is probably the one you're the most used to. As January 1st rolls around, or probably even November, right? Let's not kid ourselves. We start to hear about setting a yearly goal. Typically, these are January to December. And, right, it's just one big number. Now, I'm going to say number because, uh, right, when we set a dollar amount as a goal, we know it's measurable. We know when we hit it. There isn't any, like, uh, back and forth, right? There isn't like, well, it was a client goal, but then this happened and I changed my mind and this, right? Like, it's like, no, there was a dollar amount. I either hit it or I didn't. So that's what I like about the money element of a yearly goal. 
So this one's probably the one you're most familiar with. And I think sometimes where people get hung up on this one is that they think that hitting the yearly goal is supposed to happen consistently. And right when they break it down, they think that to create a $120,000 year, they needed to make $10,000 in January, $10,000 in February, $10,000 in March, right? $10,000 every single month. And now they have $120,000. And then when they're like, oh, but it's June and I have only made this much and I'm not on track and I don't even know how to make $10,000 in a month, they start to like freak out and doubt their goal and consider changing it. But what I want you to know about this way of doing goal setting is that it's not supposed to happen like that. It's not supposed to happen in regular chunks because you don't know how to do it yet. My, it's not my first year, it's actually my third year in business or like two and a half years in business, but that was my $120,000 year. And when I look back at the way the money flowed, right, first of all, January 1st, while I had a goal of 100,000, I didn't know I was going to actually make the money, right? So it's like, you never know ahead of time. I think that's always good to mention. And it didn't happen in regular increments. I think there were, there were definitely... I don't know, maybe there weren't $0 months, but there was a $1,500 month, there was a $3,000 month, there was an $18,000 month, there was just, right, like it just fluctuated. And every month I just kept showing up to, I wasn't actually showing up to the goal, although I had it in mind. This is what I would recommend, right? Because I think sometimes we get a little strange with the money. When I set a yearly goal, I then practice becoming the person who has that result. So my goal for 2023 is a $5 million business. And it's really fascinating because it's kind of huge and outside the bounds of what a normal next level goal would be. (laughs) But that's what I like about it. I have this thought that it's possible for me to break the barrier on what people believe is possible for how money's created. And you guys know, right? Like I'm a big fan of what we create with our minds, but also very strategically. And I'm like, what if we all believe that you have to have incremental growth, right? I know people believe it, right? And I think we keep believing that, this is kind of a tangent, (laughs) when it comes to setting and hitting a big goal. We think that in order to make a $5 million business, you have to have made 500,000 and maybe 800,000 and then a million and a half and then 3 million. And I just wonder if it's possible to build a business capable of bringing in $5 million. And so when I think about that number goal, I'm not thinking about the number per se, right? I'm thinking about, right, I've, I've checked to see if it's possible. So like, keep in mind when you set a yearly goal, make sure it's possible based on what you sell. And like if you sell one-on-one coaching and you charge $1,000 for six months, I'm just making this up, please don't charge that. It's going to be challenging to make $100,000. So make sure the numbers work. But I like when I pick the number, I then work on creating the business and making myself capable of being the person who makes that, right? Who creates that. And that gives me focus every single day, right? I'm, I've already spent 
at least a month or two now, right? So it's like, I'm going to give 18 months to becoming this person. And it's like, I'm so curious to see who I'm going to be at the end, end of 2023 based on becoming that person, based on having that goal and putting everything in place and developing myself and developing my business and making decisions for that size of business and putting, right? Like, I'm just going to repeat putting things in place. But whatever goal you have, that's what I want you to think about doing. When you set a yearly goal, it isn't that it's going to happen incrementally, right? Growth happens in spurts. And then sometimes we get a little like hot from the growth and we're like, whew, I need a break. (laughs) Or like our own energy from it kind of wears us out or we get a little scared or right, like all that stuff happens when you're growing and it creates a very natural up and down experience. And so I want to encourage you that if you choose this path, a yearly goal, January to December, yes, choose a number, but don't think that the number is supposed to happen the same every month. And instead of kind of obsessing about the dollar amount, focus on becoming the person and creating the business that's capable of creating that result. The second way that you could approach goal setting is based on the past. So, right, the first one is very future focused. It's you picking a number in the future and becoming that person, knowing that right now the things you do don't create that result, right? So you know something has to change about me in order to create that. But the second approach, it actually builds on what you've already done. So this is a good one for people. It actually doesn't matter how much money you've made in the past. Um, if you've made $2,000, right, maybe it's been your whole business, maybe you've made five or $10,000, you are then the way you could do this approach to goals is you say, okay, I've been in business for, I don't know, six months, 12 months, I've made $10,000. I want to see if it's possible to create $10,000 in three months, right? So it's like, if you did it in six months before, you're just like playing with the time frames. I wonder if I could make the exact same amount of money, but in half the time. So that's where the game becomes, right? If you look at last month and you're like, how much money did I create? I wonder if I could create that, that same amount or double, right? You notice I'm just playing with like half the time, half the, um, half the time, double the amount, right? I'm like, what, what are the variables here? So you're just, you're just playing with it. And, it, and this is where it becomes game-like because rather than trying to figure out something new or becoming something new, you're just focused. You're still going to have to, right? Cause it's like the, who you've been has created it at this speed. And so it's like, now you're going to, the playing the game is going to be, how do I do it quicker? And your mind will automatically start to focus on little ways that you can speed it up. And it might be things, it's rarely create more content. So in case you're worried, you're going to have to do twice as much. That's not likely. But your brain starts to work on like, if I only created this many pieces of content, how do I get it to be more effective? How do I, how do I focus and refine that? And from that like playful enjoyment of it, right, where you've gamified the the goal, now your mind gets to work on a whole new problem. 
Maybe you're like, hmm, I think I'll go pick up a copywriting book and I'm going to study it and try these techniques. Hmm, I think I'm going to look at like, oh, how can I, what thoughts are they having? And these kind of still go back to copywriting techniques. It's like, how can I refine the way I'm doing this to do it better with the same amount of content? And so in this second method, right, you're using the past of what you've already been able to create and you're playing the game of how could I just do it faster or how could I make twice as much in the same amount of time? And the idea with this is like there's no pressure and it's just a fun game and you're still going to grow. You're still going to be changing, but it's just going to feel like fun. The third approach that you could use for goal setting, um, I actually realized this one even existed because my friend was texting me and she's like, I don't even know what to choose for a goal. I'm just not motivated by anything. (laughs) So if that's you, you might say, I don't want to play games. I don't really care about a, you know, a yearly dollar amount. That's, that's where she was. And I thought, how could she still give herself focus and direction, right? Because we hear goal and we think that thing I need to have that should push me. But no, remember, A goal is just giving your own self focus and direction. And this woman runs a business, right? And so this approach might be more in line with someone who has been running a business and making money for a little bit longer. But this third method is that you decide how much money you want to pay yourself. And you you look at like how much money does each element of your business need and you make that the goal. And so if you haven't read Profit First, it's a great book to read as you start making money. Um, I wouldn't necessarily follow it maybe in your first 100K because instead of paying yourself first, you're probably still gonna be putting that money back into your business and paying yourself might be a little bit more on the back end. But after that first 100K, you want to start prioritizing paying yourself. You want to make sure you're a big part of that category because, hello, you run the business. So in this way of setting a goal, right, you would break down how much money do I want to pay myself? How much money am I going to put aside for taxes? How much money do I want to put for expenses in my business? how much money, right? And you might get more detailed with that expense element, right? Like travel, education, coaching, um, you know, monthly software, all those things. But you choose a number, oh, and a cushion, don't forget that, right? You look at all these pieces and you choose a number. And so maybe you say, I want to pay myself um, X amount and I want to, I already know at the minimum, I want this much money, but like, hey, better create a cushion, right? Better make sure I have even more because of course there's going to be that thing you didn't know you wanted until you find out and then you want it. And you just let that number be your goal. And so notice how, right? The objective as a goal is to give you focus and direction. Now you're not just, you didn't just pick a number arbitrarily. You have a number that's like, I'm going to show up to this every day because I want to pay myself this much money. I'm going to show up to this every day because I want to be able to put this into my business. I want to show up to this every day. And and here's the flip part of this, right? We've been kind of talking about numbers in terms of dollar amount, but I know some of you are like, you get a little, you get a little weird about the money. And I want you to all know that when I think about money, there is a part where I just think about the money. 
but I also have a very strong connection to like the money that I create only exists because of the work that I put in to serve and market, right? To deliver and market what I sell. And so whenever I think about the money of it, it's like that money is just always a reflection of the people that I get to help and the like the work that I put in to make it possible to reach those people. And so when I think about that money, I feel proud. As an entrepreneur, I'm actually creating this as a part of my like offer section in my program, um, but talking about pricing. And I think that so often people get confused about pricing because they're used to being an employee. They're used to being paid for what they do. But when you're an entrepreneur and I, I like outline all this, I'm like, here's all the stuff you don't get paid for, <laughs> which is basically everything, right? You don't get paid to build your skills. You don't get paid to think about your person, to build this amazing offer, to anticipate where they're going to struggle doing the process. You don't get paid for any of that. You don't get paid for all the coaching you had to give and buy for yourself to even like get yourself mentally able to keep doing it. And yet, then when you get paid, it's like, it's like the money validates everything you've been doing and reminds you to keep going. So every bit, when I talk about this money, it always ties into who we're helping and the work and effort we put in to getting our offer in front of them. But sometimes, right, it's like when you set a goal, you're going to just, you're going to just be looking at the money element. And so if you found that you're just not that motivated... It's okay to just decide here's how much money I want because then you know this is then how much effort I'm going to put in and how much energy I'm going to focus on my business rather than other areas of my life. And it's just okay that that's how you want to do it, right? It's okay that your focus isn't on how do I reach as many people as possible, right? Because that's kind of the pushing growth part of business, but we're always, we're not always going to be pushing and growing. Sometimes we're going to focus on other areas of our life. And when that's what you're doing, this might be the way you want to goal set just to focus your attention. And then the last way, right? The fourth approach to setting goals, to focusing your attention so you show up in a way you want to show up is habit-based. And so rather than setting a number goal, you could set a series of habits you want to have in place. Now, this is probably my least favorite version, right? I I like the idea of building habits, but the only reason I would like this, I think you would just have to have a bigger vision that you're like stacking it underneath. Because if it's just habits, I think sometimes people get lost. They're like, well, I want to have the habit of um, emailing my list or creating content or... I want to have the habit of trying to even think of habits. (laughs) I should have probably thought of those ahead of time. But whatever the habit is, right? Like it could even be a habit of $10,000 months. But it's like when you're focused on a habit, habit building is excellent, right? You're going to need those skills. But they're only going to get you so far if you don't have a bigger vision that they stack underneath and like stack up to. So when I think about everything I'm putting in place to build a $5 million business, a business and a mind that are capable of creating those things, and then I think of the habits that I want to put in place for that, 
it's very simple for me to be like, okay, here are the habits I think I'm going to need. And then I get to work on building them. And I have a very different set of motivation. But I think the people who might like this style of goal setting better are going to be people who might be a little bit more leery of that vision. They might be a little bit more leery of a dollar amount. And so I just want to put this one out here as an option, which is if those other three methods don't light you up, but when you think about a habit you could build that would help you grow your business and help focus your attention, this might be the way that you choose to go after it and it gets to be perfect for you too, right? It gets to be the perfect way to do it. So that's the four ways that you could approach goal setting. The first one is based on a yearly number and becoming the person who has that goal and their business is ready to create that. The second one is an improvement-based game playing based on how much you've created in the past in a timeline. The third method is based on how much you want to pay yourself and put into your business. And then the fourth one is identifying habits that you want to build and that like energize you that as you're creating them to go after and build your business. Those are four approaches. Pick one. Use it as a way to focus your attention in your business so that you can make more money, help your people, and figure out how to make it all work, right? Because that's the most fun part of having a business. It's not the part where we're like building it. It's the part where it finally works and we're like, what? Anything's possible. So have an amazing week. Hey, who's your business coach? If you don't have one, I'd be honored to help you grow your coaching business. I have a daily practice that'll help you feel powerful, focused, and comforted in the discomfort of growing your business. This mental routine will help you create any goal you're working on. Sign up for this free training at elizabethsalazarcoaching.com. Just like this podcast, it's free. I'll see you over in your inbox.